Botox and fillers. Why do people get it? When do they get it? And who should get it? You know, I can talk about it all the time. Welcome. This is Rod Roark, Roark Knows, helping make you a better you and a more informed you. And today we're going to talk about the non-surgical ways of looking and feeling better. Botox and fillers and all these things. And, and I have a beautiful woman with me who's one of my patients. Uh, Dina, welcome. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to, we're just going to talk about some, some things that people think about doing and non-surgical things and, you know, like Botox and fillers. And so, first of all, Dina, tell me about yourself. You know, I know you have six kids. She doesn't Ooh. look like she has one kid. She's so young. So I have, I have a good doctor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Six kids, three grandkids, a wonderful husband. Wonderful. Um, that's, that's such a blessing. Um, I have a career that I love uh, with wonderful people. Um, and uh, get to get to go to work with them every single day and and um, walk alongside them and uh, tell me about that i mean you yeah. just told me about you know, she's a talent acquisition agent so tell me about your job yes so talent acquisition so i work for a brokerage called monument realty uh-huh. and uh, it's wonderful we just got named as a matter of fact for the third year in a row the best place to work in dfw by the dallas morning news really it's absolutely wonderful and I get to choose the people that we work with and so I look for three P's I look for positive professional productive and I love uh, it and and just get to bring them into the company and and notice what's good and special about them and draw that out and so do they all work on site do they all work or well they're independent contractors so they're realtors all over DFW okay well, and then it. I have a team of, of uh, kind of recruiter coaches, if you will, and there are about 30 of them, and they help me find the best, most professional, wonderful agents in the industry. That's good. And you're not a realtor. You're just a I'm talent. Not. You, she just knows how to select good people. Yes. I like that. I'm, well, from the moment I met you, I know that. I well, like that. thank you. I can well, say the same for you. <laughs> well, you know, we all try and surround ourselves with people we yes. like and also that are better than us that we look better so, yes so, absolutely so good. true so true. true so okay let's talk about fillers and botox and when i say botox it's always about you know botox is generic i mean obviously there's many neuromodular that are available disport xenomen um juvo all these are approved in the united states and there are many others forthcoming that are going to be longer acting and we're going to talk about that as well but so when did you first start thinking about or doing Botox and fillers? And tell me about you. You know, probably uh, early 30s, actually. I um, just, um, I have very strong forehead yeah. muscles, apparently. And so I noticed some, some, some of the fine lines and wrinkles starting to crevice a little bit. And so I wanted, you know, as preventative measure, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to go ahead and, and, you know, start taking care of that early. And you started with Botox. And, you know, yep. that's called prejuvenation. In fact, okay. Now people in their teens, and I'm not necessarily saying there's a lot of science behind it, teens and early 20s that actually if they have premature lines that you can actually treat it with Botox or neuromodulator. And there's some soft science about that. I'm not saying one should advocate doing that, but sometimes, you know, there are people, in fact, we have a resident on our service now that has really premature lines of his forehead, and I think it'll just make them look softer. And it actually, there's some data to show that if you do that, potentially you delay that deep inset of the yes. lines. But 
what is that what you found or yes absolutely and i just you know i i've always wanted to kind of preserve what i have um it's the right. face god gave me and i like my yeah, face yeah, and so and i want to keep it right, i want to keep it right without having a lot of surgery right. at least for a while and, you know break that breaks my heart but it's true yes. because as a plastic surgeon you know we learn to do both with the non-invasives and then the invasives later so yes so so you've been doing that for a while i've been doing yeah. that for a while and i just you know i i do it because i want to look on the outside the way i feel on the inside well um, and i i I am a kind person. I want, uh, you know, I'm approachable. Right. Um, I I don't want to look tired or, or too or tired or, or angry. Or, 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 yes, I don't yeah. want to. And and I think as we age, sometimes, you know, our face just can take on but, that. Yeah, that that brings up a good point because yeah. sometimes patients, especially males, come and they said, you know, I just my staff says I look angry and I'm not right and so that's what we do the you know the vertical you know the 11s yes and it actually helps to soften it sometimes they even need filler so I think you know you want to look as good as you feel and then yes. that helps you and uh, I think that's important and, and that's a good thing to do and people do that for their job and so that they also so they don't look tired when people say Sometimes people say, I've, I have several patients come in that just say, I just do it because people quit telling me that I'm looking tired when I have my Botox. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yes. And I know it's time to come back in when someone says, hey, are you are you tired? Are you, <laughs> are you OK? <laughs> that's not that's not the impression I want to give. Right. And by the way, yesterday we did Dysport, which is a little longer. I you did Dysport, just minimal type of bruising. And we did a little filler here. And then there's little folds in the commissures. And you can see, I mean, she's beautiful anyway. And, you know, we can show a little close up of her later, but she looks amazing. So so in your 30s, you started that. So when did you consider or start doing fillers? And I think that's a good that's a good age to do it and that's really the most common time when i see people start using it yes and uh and you know now with newer uh neuromodulators coming out they're going to probably last longer than three four months so uh i think that's going to probably be good what do you think about that instead of doing it three four times a year do it once or twice a year you think that's a good idea well i think it's a good idea if you trust the person doing it right it's it, a it's a risk if you don't you're you're amazing i was just telling someone actually Funny enough, yeah. this morning I had my yearly checkup at my dermatologist, and it's a new dermatologist because my old <laughs> one left. And so I was letting him know that if he saw little pinpricks or <laughs> anything on my face that I had gotten um, some disport and some filler, and he asked who did it. Yeah. Oh. And when I said your name, he just lit up like a Christmas tree, and he said, <laughs> you know, said you were the absolute best wow. and and that everybody knew it and so you know i was telling him that i very seldom ever bruise or have swelling yeah. or even pain or discomfort yeah. um, and it looks so natural you know and i think that's that's all part of the process and i do full face both so we went upper face lower face and around the lips and everything the lip flip and everything and then uh, but um no i think that's good and i think um it does you know, it doesn't make people happy, but it makes people that are happy look happy, right? I mean, because, you know, happiness, surgery at Botox doesn't make you happy. It's happiness comes from here, right? Yes, Do you agree? I mean, absolutely. You know, I mean, I can't take a sad person and make them happy. No. You know, but you can make a happy person look happy. You, you can know. make them You can make them look happy, and you also can make them more confident, I think, right. too. Is that I see that. You, you know, especially when I've come back from the things that you do to my yeah, face yeah. um i i do feel more confident i'm i'm more relaxed i just feel more like me right and, and so and wouldn't you say 
you know, that honestly, we are a very youthful aged society. So people want to look as good as they feel, and especially if, you know, if you're getting beyond your 30s and 40s, people say, oh, oh, you're getting more mature. But, you know, people want to look young and feel young and yeah. be in that in that groove, right? I mean, yes, agree? absolutely. What, one thing I love about what you do, Dr. Rourke, is you don't try to make me look like someone else. Right. Um, and it's so funny. Um, you know, I don't even know what kind of filler you used yesterday because I don't ask anymore. <laughs> and what's really kind of fun about that is that I, I very seldom tell you what I want. I just trust you completely and I look natural. Right. Nobody even knows I got anything done. Yeah, and that's what you want. It's kind of like yes. surgery. Yeah, and we did some uh, RHA, which is a hyaluronic acid filler in the nasal folds, and then we did some blended Juvederm for a softer filler around yes. the lips. And, and you know, there are so many different fillers available today and I've done the trials for many of them so I know what works best everywhere yeah. they're all safe they're all FDA approved but it's it's really how you inject them and who injects them and I think that breaks makes a point about you know choose your injector well because you can get it done cut rate anywhere in the local spa but you right. may not get somebody that actually has done a lot of it and may not be properly trained and and there are some downsides not just you know uh, having asymmetries, but also some other things like loss of skin and other things yeah. that can be devastating. But so I think it's just you know choosing yes. choosing. You don't you, group on your your fillers. And right, your right. So what suggestions do you have for people that you know have never had Botox or filler? What do you what do you what, what do you tell your friends? What do you tell your friends? Well, what I just said I think is the best advice. You don't group on some things. Um, right. You don't group on you know, heart surgery, you don't group <laughs> right. on like, this is your face, your one and only right. face. And um, you want to take care of it as long as possible, but you want to look like you. And so to find somebody that you trust is a gift. And um, right. you, you do that by talking to your friends and, and people that you, you know, you like the way they look and their outcome and you investigate and you research then you find somebody and then also you know i think it's also you have to see what they do in their work and also like i will tell you that i probably do half of what my patients want me to do as far as you know they say i want all these things and i said well let's start with this and i try and start very slow you know i will do you know a modest amount of botox and then i'll do a modest amount of fillers and not just pound things in because people, like you said, you wanna look like you. you, you know, we're in the face protection, not witness protection program in plastic surgery. So we wanna make people look good and yes. not say, who's that? Well, and, and I then, can attest, yeah. doctor, cause you've turned me down several times when I have had a, I thought was a really cool idea, but you have said you didn't think that would look right. So we. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing I see is in some of my younger patients that want lip fillers too much. They want too much lip fillers and and it just doesn't look good. And I will tell you, you know, because the upper lip should never be bigger than the lower lip, except for an orangutans and, and giraffes. <laughs> right. And you know, not in Homo sapiens. And so right. and sometimes in some of the you know, people that we know in California have that, but it's not a good look. And long term the other thing that people need to know is that Fillers are not necessarily reversible, even though the hyaluronic acid fillers, you can melt them. After so much time, I see patients with these huge lips, I can't, I can't melt that out. And it's devastating because these people, I just in fact, uh, you know, did some surgery on somebody from the West Coast and 
she's really been devastated and it's going to take multiple procedures to help correct her face and lips she has so much filler and other things in there that we don't know about you know so restoring it is a real challenge so don't don't put yourself in that situation no because then you are really crawling your way back to being and looking normal exactly well and it's especially important to me as a communicator um, right, you're you know, a role model, and you, 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 people are looking at you, and they're saying, "Hey, I want to be like you," but you know. Well, and I want them to hear what I'm, the message I'm portraying. Right. I don't want them, you know, staring at something that looks unnatural. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Exactly. Like the big lips and right. things like that. No, I, I agree, and, and of course, as a plastic surgeon, I look at that all the time. You know, I see people, like in the elevator, and I'm going, "Boy, I just wish I could tell you." Don't do that. Right. And I don't. Sometimes I'm tempted, tempted to. But, to. But I think it's, it's good. So I think that's good advice. So, you know, seek out somebody that actually has experience, expertise, and that you trust. And it's not a Groupon thing. So many things in, in medicine and life, you know, it, you know, you can go to Walmart for some things, but you can't do that with your face, your nose, your... And with your fillers, the other thing that I see with these house parties and things is that when people go there, there are sometimes people are injecting things that aren't approved yet in the United States. And and there has been a case, a series here about, well, it's been a while ago, but where somebody that was outside the country came and injected a, an illicit filler that wasn't even approved in the U.S. And they had so many problems, a permanent filler, and basically they had so many problems for several years. Oh. It was a disaster. And, you know, you can't remove permanent fillers like silicone or other things. You have to cut it out. And it's a disaster. So, you know, just kind of know before you go. Yes. You agree? Uh, Absolutely. Yes. So what other things would you say? So for fillers and Botox and things, uh, have you done things like um, non-invasive things like peels or have you done... Uh, BBLs or broad-based light treatments have you done I have I have done um, I I like to do those every few years yep Um, I just think it's kind of restorative right and you do you you use sunscreen obviously you look absolutely well doctor I don't know if you know this but I had skin cancer last year on on my right ear oh I didn't know that made a believer out of me so I am are you you're a native Texan I, from Oklahoma, okay. so well, might as well that's be close. Yeah, that's close, close, close yeah, enough. Know. But just right. years at the lake, and right. and right. Uh, you know, when we were growing up, we didn't talk about sunscreen really. Well, so. no, none of us did, and you know, in fact, you'd go out and put on baby oil and the things that were just awful to do. But right, so the key thing is obviously, you know, sunscreen. You know, and, and wear it twenty four seven, and you know, it's, none of it's waterproof. And then use a retinol product, something that turns over your skin all the time. And then yes. if you have, if you have you know, really skin damage, use a, you know, a antioxidant like a vitamin C. Absolutely. Those are all things that are very, very important. And your skin looks awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. I use all of those. So. Do you do? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I think those are just kind of, you know, the building blocks. Those are the three of the major building blocks that you have to use. And I think, you know, that along with you know, Botox has been shown actually to make the skin look softer. And I mean, your skin looks great. And obviously you've been taking good care of it. The biggest thing is the things you mentioned, especially the avoidance, sun avoidance, and then using using really UVA, UVB um, sunscreen. So, so what other advice would you have before having any surgery uh, that you think would be very useful for somebody that's coming 
from their 30s into their 40s and into their 50s, which is about where people want to consider having facial rejuvenation. Yes. Well, I would say, you know, make up an informed decision over time, right? Um, research, and then consult somebody that you trust, a medical professional that you trust, right. because not everything you, not everything you learn on the internet is going to be, you know, hundred percent. Learn learn that the hard way. But I, I'm thinking about as you ask that there, there's a scripture that says there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel, right? And so to to talk about that, and of course I'm married, so I discuss everything you know with my spouse and and get his feelings uh, about it. And then I came in and and talked to you, and um, you said yes to some things, you said no to some <laughs> things, which I absolutely treasure. I, re I really right. Do. That that's that's what you want. You want somebody yes. that's going to you know be open and honest with you so i think know before you go for botox and fillers you know it's a board certified dermatologist plastic surgeon oculoplastic surgeon or facial plastic surgeon that actually has experience and expertise just because you know everybody's famous on their own website and on instagram but most of them many are not and i think that's why you have to hopefully this making you a better you and a more informed you is is important because we can guide you to the place that you can actually say, hey, this group of doctors, this doctor is very good. Yes. And then when you see them and also yeah, they can look at, you know, not only their staff, but also their website and see what's going mm -hmm. on. And, and I think that then you can kind of get a feeling of, you know, do I want to look in that range? And, and also when they say no, I think that's very powerful. And I think to say, listen, I don't think we should be doing that much. And I, right. I say that to about half my filler and Botox patients every day because, you know, we want to go slow. And I think you're right. People do respect that because you can always come back and get more and you just can't just exactly. like, you know, so you don't want to be inflated like, you know, uh, you know, Stay Puft Marshmallow, like in the, the Ghostbusters, right? <laughs> right? So, you know, but I mean, you just don't, you know, and you want to look normal because the worst thing you can do is take somebody and make them look abnormal or like somebody else and you know that's not a good look and i don't want people no. to say hey dr rorick did that right and right so i think that's that's not a good thing so i think you know your points are very very valid you know know before you go take your time and you know there, there's no rush in doing this and 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 dr google is not a doctor no you know he is available he or she is available 24 seven. He's he or she's wrong 70% right. of the time. And they are really have become the 24 seven ER doctor, unfortunately. Like, yeah. you know, if somebody has a problem, they go on, oh, I got a lump and I'm going, oh my God. And then there's like 50,000 options. So, so know before you go. I think, I think that's the biggest take home message. So in, in wrapping up here, so what are like the three points that you think are very important, you know, that you would, that you would tell your kids uh, if they're thinking about having this eventually. I know your and kids are, they're yeah. at the age now, and yeah. we have five daughters and one son. God love you. And so, Dude, really, yes. five daughters. Yes. So, and they ask from from time to time, and you know, I I think one of the biggest uh, pieces of advice is, you know, we've said research, right. and and we've also said everyone's a superstar on their own right. website, and right. and pictures can be deceiving. What I love about what you do are your podcasts, yeah. because you can see real life people and the transformations are astonishing and right. look so natural and, and people are so happy. But I think um, one piece of advice that I would give is go in, get a consult, 
and pay attention to your surroundings. One thing I love about um, your office, and that impressed me immediately, is the entire staff and and yeah. all of the office. Everyone uh, is so professional, so kind, adores you, respects you. Um, and one thing I've learned is that you attract who you are. Right. And so they're they're excellent. Uh, I can I could name all of them. They <laughs> return phone calls and emails immediately, shockingly fast. Uh, so do you. Wow, well, thank you. So uh, that that conscientiousness is that a word, doctor? Yes, okay. it is. Um, so well. I, that that's impressive to me, and that that gives me peace of mind. Truly. Well, that's great. And I didn't pay her to say that either. But <laughs> no, I really I appreciate it. You know, and that's very important. You know, I mean, I surround myself with people that you know want to engender who and what I am too. Yes. And just like you do, that's why you're an incredible talent in your television because you want people to hire them that, you know, you want to be around, right? I mean, yes. life is too short. It's not a dress rehearsal. I don't want to be around people I don't like. Nope. You know, it's just there's not enough hours in the day nope. when I call them life suckers. So, so Yes, time bandits. Time bandits. <laughs> Dina, thank you so much. Very valuable lessons here. Know before you go. Do your research. You know, less is more. Okay, enjoy. And helping you be a better you is very important. Please Send us your comments. Tell us what you like, what you didn't like, what, what else you'd like to see and hear about non-invasives and Botox and, and neuromodulators. We're going to be talking about so much more, especially the more rapid uh, neuromodulators coming up very soon. Rorick knows. Enjoy.